excited to have you on here, man. If you want to yeah. introduce yourself and, you know, say hey. To the class. Yeah, say hey to um, the class. <laughs> hi, my name's Scott. I play guitar. <laughs> like, hi, Scott. <laughs> yeah, everyone at the same time. Hi, Scott. Jeez, that's like, I'm feeling the same feeling of just like. It's like a youth camp. This, yeah. Oh, yeah, God. I, I'm, I'm a youth leader, bro. That's, that's, I think I got more of that in me than youth leader, social studies teacher, yeah, metal man. core vocalist. What Scholar. can't you do? You and I, yeah. I've been waiting for this forever because you and I are literally the epitome of like, if your guitarist looks like this, you're going to die in the pit. Yeah. No, literally, dude. When I saw the memes, it like, I was like just Toby like, that's Maguire. literally me. <laughs> Toby Maguire. Yeah. 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 Cause it's so true. Yep. It's just like a dude. That I'm going to write like, violent shit. <laughs> like, yeah. Like a, I mean? a dude that's not like covered in tattoos or big or anything. It's just like the, like nerdy guy that has glasses yeah. that writes just like slamming riffs. But, but yeah, that's Scott way, Siegel, you've, you've, uh, you've been playing guitar. You've been producing I've been bands, mixing bands. What, what, to, making music on a computer, making basically. music the, the way that God intended, the way that God intended. Yeah. With uh, drum samples and MIDI bass and all. Abs absolutely. So what, uh, yeah. what what have you been doing lately for anybody that's, I guess, hearing you for the first time? Um, I guess the most notable one would be uh, Woe Is Me um, in their return. I did their first single, Ghost. I did their new single, Red, which will be out by the time this goes up. Yeah, that's coming out um, on the 25th, the same day as uh, Heirloom's album, too. Big, big yes. music Friday. Double release day. Yes, sir. I'm so and, stoked to check it out, dude. I, I'm so excited. Dude, I'm excited because you did some. Uh, I mean, we'll we'll dive into that too in a, in a little bit. But you've um you did some co-writing and and riff riff yeah, yeah. there as well. Um, yeah. But as far as the woe is me stuff, while we're on that, um, so you've known those guys for a while. Like, how how did you get involved with uh you know mixing their fucking music, man? Because they they were a staple in the scene, you know, ten years ago, and now they're coming back with a with a vengeance, dare I say. I was hoping you were going to say it. Um, I didn't do that so, on purpose, but whatever. Um, this story could start so long ago, but the the, the easy way to tell it is really, um, what was me from Atlanta. Um, I lived in Atlanta for most of 2020, uh, made a ton of friends in that music scene because I, that's why I moved there. I was, you know, I had a bunch of YouTuber friends that we all lived in like the same neighborhood and I did a lot of commission work for them for their sure. stuff. I did music and whatever. And so it was really convenient. They had an extra room and I was just like, I need to go somewhere with like a music scene that's like different and whatever. Virginia just didn't feel, it just wasn't really, you know, Virginia, DC, DMV, yeah. whatever. Not as you know, Baltimore's a bit too far. So I, uh, I moved down there. I met one Ian Joshua Riley, the and then everything happened <laughs> um, for both of us, really. He knows everyone. He knows everyone. Yeah. I gave him his band's bassist. <laughs> you know, I oh, like we just gave each other so much shit. I gave him his band's bassist. He gave me one of my favorite metalcore bands. Like, I don't know. No. Yeah, a, a trade um, offer. <laughs> so, so he grew up with Hans. Okay. Um, and so Hans, I remember when I first hung out with Ian, um, sorry if I'm blinking a lot, it's super dry in here. Cause Dude, when, they, since we got the AC fix, it's been like, get the humidity out, whatever. Um, so yeah, my bad. No, um, but, uh, yeah, they all grew up together and Ian, uh, when we first hung out, he was like, what are like a lot of the bands like you grew up listening to? Like, what's like your stuff? And I'm like, I'm just a, I'm a 2010s metalcore kid. And um, 
So I was telling him about what was me. I'm like, I love what was me. And he's like, oh my God, that's insane. Because I like grew up with all of them and they're from this area. We literally just like drove around like Gwinnett County and stuff, right. you know? So, um, we, we just talked about it a lot and he was like, he, he just it, like showed handsome on my music and was like, this dude's awesome. Like he loves your stuff. And then me and Hans just became friends and me and him are so, we're so similar. And, uh, after he, just a is, long is Hans, time sorry is Hans like older than how is is he in his 30s because you and i are about the he's same like age. i think he either recently turned 32 or is gonna turn 32 okay 31 something you well, know whatever that, that early mid 90s yeah, yeah yeah if he shaved you could say he was like 25 <laughs> you know what i mean if i shaved i get carded for tobacco so yeah 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 no people still like people don't know i'm like i'm 27 they're like whoa oh, you could have said 23 dude yeah. like some people like 25 some people like oh i see it like i don't know but um yeah so hans hans and i were just uh homies and um then they got back together he didn't even tell me okay there's like there were like two people that knew outside of the band and it was literally um uh, whoever was involved with their first show in Texas, I think that was like Zemer. Yeah, because they did the So What? It, no, they did uh, They did do So What, but they it was that Monster Mosh okay, with okay. like Mosta Flames. Okay. Um, and Ian. Ian was like one of the other people because uh, he was involved with the hometown show that they were also planning. And his um, band played as well, a, a band called Love. Big show. Yes. Out. And that is the exact show as to the explanation of all of this, okay. actually. Wow. So I get to go play with a band called Love every once in a while. If it works out, I can go down early enough to practice and whatever. I know the songs. Mm -hmm. So I was like, please let me play the Woe Is Me show, right? So um, I just went and did like one song. I took Simmons' guitar and just uh, just did No Ransom with a band called Love. And uh, we all just got to hang out. I had met Kevin and Michael. Um, obviously me and Hans had been like good friends for a while. Um, so then going to the show, I got to meet Ben and Corey and Andrew and, you know, so, uh, after the show, I approached Kevin and Andrew and I was just like, Hey, like you guys writing and like doing like whatever they're like, yeah, we're trying to write some stuff, like whatever. And I was just like, I don't know how you guys feel about like co-writes or anyone outside, but like, I love everything in the discography. I feel like I'm I'm pretty familiar and I'm like, I have a ton of riffs that I would love to just, if you want stuff, yeah, you know, in any capacity. And they were like, yeah, like even on show something. So I like pulled up like a demo that I kind of wrote that I felt worked. And um, it was actually a metalcore song that I was going to do with Hans just, just for fun. Before you even knew. Yeah. I had no idea. This was when he, they were working on the, the reunion but Hans wasn't telling me and I was like, Oh, we should okay. do this song, like whatever. So it was really funny, but I, I used that as a good reference. Um, cause I kind of like wanted to like recapture a little bit of that sound and they were like, hell yeah, that's sick. Like we exchanged numbers and then like, it just kind of went from there. That's awesome. And that was, that was like the moment that it was like, yeah, let's, you know, and then after that it was like, Hey, we have a song like needs a breakdown. I wrote like a breakdown which is the breakdown in ghost. Okay. And then uh, I had mixed the demos. I love, like, I just mix demos 
to sound like they're done because I just like mixing. Yeah. So like they don't even um, sound like demos a lot of times. Like yeah, they sound, exactly. They could, they I'll, I'd pass. go as hard as I can. Like, yeah. Yeah. So after a while, you know, they were deciding, you know, what they were going to do for mixing and production, whatever. And they were like, dude, your stuff's honestly really heavy. It sounds really good if you want to, you know, so it just logistically worked, I suppose, and all that stuff. So that's, that's how that happened. That's and we dope, wrote, dude. We were working, we've been working on Ghost and Red since we started. Okay. And initially Red was going to come out first, but Ghost came together and they were like, we are really passionate about this song. Like, even though it's so different. Right. They were just like, this just feels really good. It came together so naturally. And, you know, we couldn't get the right chorus for Red at the time. And they really just, they wanted to put something out and they felt like if we had a finished, we had a finished song that they were like, we put everything into this. And even though it sounds completely different and whatever, they're like, we love it. We really want to do it. So that's, so Ghost came out first. That's dope. And And then the new one is called Red. That's going to be. New one's called Red. Okay. And that one, from what I've heard, I mean, I guess it'll, it'll probably be out by the time we put this out, but, uh. Yeah, it's really, really heavy. I love the previews. It sounds really. It's really, really heavy. Like the it's heaviest the heaviest. Thing. Yeah, probably the heaviest song in the discog. I think it's the heaviest song. It has the heaviest moments, and I think pound for pound, it's still like top five heaviest songs. Right on. So that's super sick. So like, I yeah, mean, they are. It's got everything. I mean, they're, it's they're, got catchy and. All it's that. got all all the all the classic elements, but with the modern like production and and everything yeah. in there. Um, yeah, which is dope, man. And uh, yeah, so you know that's really sick. Definitely looking forward to that. And then um, you also mixed uh, Harm's new album. Yeah, dude, um, which is oh. super sick. And that album is. Really good. That's a that's an album we couldn't recreate. Like at okay. any stage, it's like unrecreatable. Like that that record holds such a like special spot. It was it was a lot of blood, sweat, and tears for a long time. But that's what I hear. It was it, yeah. The album, excuse me. The album had a uh, uh, at least talking to Andy had had been in the works for you know multiple years, and a lot of yeah, times yeah. they they didn't know if they were gonna still be a band, and they didn't know if they were gonna put anything else out, and. Yeah all this other stuff that I've seen him post about. And, um, you know, y'all really just kind of rallied together and uh, just made it happen. Yeah. And and it it sounds great. You know, it's very full, very coherent. And uh, Andy was sick at their, they played a show with Emory in South Carolina and uh, Mm. he was sick. And at least he said he was sick. You know how, you know, vocalists be with it. Yeah. Like, Oh, I played like shit and everyone sounds great. Like he he told me, he was like, Hey, can you, um, can you learn this part? And, uh, just show up. Oh and, yeah. Uh, I think it. I saw the video. Yeah. So I, so I listened cool. to that song 12, at least 12 times that night before the show. I listened to it so much that it's still on my own repeat on Spotify. Like the, <laughs> nice. al- the algorithm is like, this is, this is yours. You know what I mean? Yeah. You love this song, don't yeah, you? I'm like, like, yeah, yeah. I, lo- I love the last breakdown so much. So, um, <laughs> the other night at the show that we got to play with them, um, I did the same part, but I didn't plan on doing it because Andy, his uh, his mic kept falling over, and I would grab like I was side stage, and I would just grab it and kind of adjust it. And then when it got to that part, he just stepped out of the way and put the mic in my face and was like, "Go ahead." And I'm like, "All right, I guess I'm doing this again." Yeah. So oh, that's I, so I, cool. I think it's one of those things now where it's just like an unspoken like. If I'm at one of their shows, I'm probably gonna be yes, doing that, dude. doing that screamy part at the end of um. God, there's I'm sorry. There's is it the 
Slow yeah, yeah, rock. dude. It's a uh, you're obviously in the wrong place. I think is the name. Of the yeah, song. dude. Oh, yeah. I loved working on that song, dude. Yeah, it was dope. And then like love all the keys and stuff in the background, mm-hmm. and all the songs and stuff. And that, that record great. genuinely changed how I like, um, like write and produce a little bit <clears throat> because of Andrew's production and like the way that, like Andy's writing, Billy's vo- like the whole thing, like. Once I saw everything, I was like, damn, I never thought of this shit. You know what I mean? Like, they thought of some crazy stuff on that record. They did. And, like, and it, like it's crazy, man. There's such a uh, – and I'm sure I'm going to have Andy and, and Billy on at some point to talk about oh, you know, yeah. how long I've known them. But I have uh, I met them in 2014 when they were still uh, old band name. Um, and – they were at one of my old band shows and we just met at the show and just kind of kept up for a while. And we would just like send each other demos of like, Oh, this is something I'm working on or whatever. And just kind of kept up, but we had never really played many shows together until like the last few years and stuff. And uh, so it's, it's just cool to like, you know, meet someone kind of casually, you know, happenstance, you know, like you were just saying with some of the people you met that now you're working on, like you meet, you meet these people on happenstance and the next thing you know, you're like, working on yeah. some some cool shit with them you know yeah and, uh, if you if you meet somebody and you just get such a good vibe it's like i'm the kind of person where i'm just like let's like connect like whatever it is right. like mutuals on social or just some type of thing you know what i mean just because like you, you never know you just never know yeah and, and you never like, know like what that person's going to be doing years from now and stuff too you know and like these little yeah. small like friendships plant plant a little seed here and there and then you know it, it grows mm-hmm. later on which is which is super sick to see so yeah big big shout out to harm there um i love uh, harm album, i love them so much. A, a song you can't feel anymore is that the name of it yeah i think okay. so yeah, yeah so i know knows. all of the uh all of the not actual song titles like like the booty land yeah you know <laughs> can you and imagine tns if, if that just would have been like they have all these songs, and then just the name of is just Bootyland. Bootyland. I I was like, you should keep just Bootyland, but they would never do. That'd be that. amazing. That'd be like what yeah. we would have done with um with our album if we would have kept like Jesus H. Lerald. <laughs> oh, dude, you named it that. The Christ Prime. Yeah, it's like this long title that like won't even fit on the screen, and then oh, uh, now Flex Pendragon. Uh, it's yeah. uh, in in a blink is that one, and then um. Hive mind reader was Piccolo's Piccolo. <laughs> what like, the fuck? Just we. I, I didn't come up with these. Yeah. I'm I'm just a singer screamo guy. I just I get yeah, in there yeah, once yeah, they yeah. once they do their thing, and then I'm like, all right, I can kind of put some stuff here. But it's yeah. so weird to like see it come to life because now we have you accumulate more songs, <clears throat> and then you uh, go to play them, and you're like, which one is this? Oh, it's broader scope. Which one is that? Oh, it's chips and salsa. Okay, cool. Yeah, That's, chips and salsa. That, that, was, that was the uh, the demo title. That's so funny. Yeah, I, I love the, the demo title thing. Like, so when I started, I was like, I will never do demo titles. I'll just, like, name it what I want to name it and, like, whatever. But then you just find yourself you being to, like, how funny would it be if you just, big fucking breakdown. Yeah, like, like, big, big spaghetti house to electric boogie. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. stupid. How, I, I would love yeah. if you did an album, you, not just you, but just anybody would do an album, and then the rule is you have to keep the pre-pro title. I'm going to be honest. I think that was just like metalcore in 2009. There's no was. way. Yeah. There's no way they didn't start with sexual man chocolate. Yeah. Or you like, know what I mean? Uh, uh, they oh had God. to have done that and said, keep it, keep it. 
you know like, what I mean? Like, uh, if like if you can't ride two horses at once, you should get out of the circus or, or yeah, like you know what I mean? Like what? You know what I, I mean? I, I used to have a best back. friend, but they gave me an STD or something. Yeah, it's like yeah. what the fuck. And you're like, and yeah. now all, and now it's cool to like have like the one word title. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Like wither. Then no more, no more colors on merch. Yeah, you know? dude. I, I want like the dinosaur hot topic like. <laughs> We all say that, right? But but who would actually buy it? You know, I I think it's, more I, it's a, like a nostalgia thing. I really liked the middle part between that, um, which was just 2010s metalcore, which was it was like graphic and crazy, but it wasn't silly. It was like fucking hard, right? Yeah. And it was all black shirts. Yes. Like I wish I still had some, but I like cleaned out my closet. I used to have all of those shirts. I had this Memphis May Fire one that was like all black, but it had like green text at the top and just like this crazy, like super tough looking like zombie face thing. Oh, I love it. And it was just so cool. Like that shit was dope. I thought yeah. that shit was cool. Like any, which is like, the perfect. Like I grew up uh, listening to like the Devil Wears Prada when they had those song titles, like the plagues and. You yeah, know, yeah, dogs yeah. and beards all over and all that. HTML rules, dude. Yeah, and then the yeah. uh, Kevin, uh, Kevin DeYoung, our uh, guitar player for Heirloom, he got into Prada way after they stopped doing all the silly song title stuff. He got into them like doing yeah. the Space EP and all that kind of stuff. Oh damn! Yeah. I was in on the Zombie EP, Dead Throne. Yeah, that was that was probably when I like. I was like graduating high school and was just like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to, I don't really listen to metalcore anymore. I, I listen to like, <laughs> I listen to like balance and composure and like, you know, <laughs> Oh my God. There's stuff. always the pop punk phase did happen. Like it For really sure. just naturally happened after that. I, went, I don't know why it happened. I went through like, my, my phase of like in high school, I was like, yeah, I, I, you know, I listen to music that scares people. You know what I mean? Like that kind of thing. And then, and <laughs> My then, music scares people. Yeah. Black Bill Brides. Exactly. And like, Pierce the Veil. And then yeah, like yeah, after yeah. that, <laughs> I, uh, I got into my phase of like, yeah, I'm not really into metal anymore. And, and I, I went through like a like little emo, pop punk, whatever phase. And then yeah, yeah. and then 2016 came back around and Architects put out All all, uh, <sighs> all Our Gods Have Abandoned Us. And I was like, okay, dude. I think I still like metalcore. <laughs> That's the fucking best, dude. That yeah, album dude. is so good. And then since I, then, I just, I've just been honing down, and just it's my personality. I can't escape it. I always felt like Wage War, and definitely Architects, and like Northlane. Yes. I feel like they just saved metalcore North, in, in like the 2010s. Singularity album is like my favorite. Oh, God, it's people so still good. to this day like write stuff like that. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? That was it's, like my biggest like for a while when i was in between bands i like used that album as like a reference for somebody like write this stuff like this yeah is i want to do wanna this do. Yeah. yeah it's so good it's timeless even even if it's even if it's something that people have started doing a lot it i feel like it's still really sick i agree you know yeah I mean? it's cool like <laughs> singularity is really cool <laughs> like, yeah exactly you know? um, and then like some of the stuff after is is really cool i mean yeah, yeah. i feel like silent planet i feel like they we need to put them in there too of like absolutely yeah they really did put in a lot of work for the silent planet like moss to flames all those uh, yeah 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 all those metal like they were just putting out stuff that like it was ahead of their time like people could fit really for a grasp. king fit for a king for sure oh i know speaking of fit for a king and I, i'm hoping to have um some of their members on here at some point but yeah, before yeah. they were a signed band i booked them a show in salisbury north carolina at a wow. place called the inn it was like a christian like coffee shop place and oh. it was literally they were booking 
little dates on the way to record Creation Destruction. So they had just That's so cool. They had just announced they had got signed and I had never booked a band like that. And I literally found their uh old booking agent email like on their Facebook page in twenty twelve and was just like copy paste. I had no clue what I was doing. I was just like, Hey, when is the band coming through North Carolina? And then they were like, How old are you? Like are you like who are you? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, you know, booked them a show, paid, you know, paid everybody, you know, made, made like 60 bucks for myself. Like it was, it was sick. And it was like a Monday, awesome. a Monday night with like 80 people in this like Whoa. little, little like coffee be... shop somewhere. But like, it That's was, it was crazy. Fun. It was a moment yeah, in time. Yeah. And then I remember I kept being like, oh yeah, I'm definitely gonna have to book you guys again. And then after that, they just blew up. And yeah. Next thing you know, they were exploded. on tour with like Attila and like upon a yeah. brain body and whatnot so you know yeah, it, it's just it's they're just cool. sick it's cool to see bands that like it, it makes it very human i guess like seeing a band that was in that phase that's just like wow i i not not just like oh i knew them before they were big but like i yeah it's, it's like i saw them play this tiny show or uh a good example would be <clears throat> bad omens right the week before yeah. covid uh heirloom played a show with them at the drunk horse pub in fayetteville to like 200 people and then now they're like arena band you know yeah i I literally bro i was literally jamming the death of peace of mind front to back that wasn't even out yet like the only thing they had yeah 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 first two albums now they're like their new new album just put them on the upper echelon you know like same thing with like sleep Sleep token as well oh my god dude sleep token i did not see them i knew they were gonna get like solidified i knew i did not think they were gonna but but when you hear like the last record really good, especially you hear the new record, you're like, yeah, yeah. it makes that's sense. like sempaternal all over again, right? Like, like same this is like everybody's sense. about to do this, yeah, yeah, like it's crazy. They um last September, so this has been just under a year ago. They um they were on tour with In This Moment and Nothing More, and then in this moment uh singer she got sick so they had to cancel some dates so nothing uh, more in sleep token like last minute booked a show oh, at, wow. uh in greensboro uh what is now hangar 1819 it was called the blind tiger back then and it was like last minute d- day of kind of thing and me and kevin were like do you want to go and i was like i i was i was about to be like well i could catch him next time da, 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 da. and then we ended up going and it was sick and then Three months after that, they, you know, the summoning and all this shit starts coming out. So it's like, well, never going to, that's never going to happen again. <laughs> yeah, that's nuts. So, I'm so excited to see them at Blue Ridge, dude. They're playing oh, the same yeah. stage later in the day as really? what was me. That's Yeah. Good. So it's going to be really cool. Yeah. I wanted to bring up what was me again in please, this, in please. what we we're saying. Yeah, yeah. Because what was me feels like a new band now. Like it's seriously, and they started from like, they're like, we're broke. <laughs> like, we got to figure out how to get this train rolling again. Like, right. we've not been putting out music. Like, we're they're not full. They're not a full time band like that anymore. You right. know what I mean? Yeah, they're not broke, they're but you just, know what I'm saying. No, like, no, no. I know what you mean. Like, they haven't played shows in close to a decade. Yeah. And so, um, getting what was me making money? You know what right. I mean? And and doing it again, making it a sustainable to some whatever degree they wish you know what i mean well, i think they yes. picked the, the perfect time to come back to because right now nostalgia of that era is so big that like you know like back back in those times i would get made fun of for liking what was me or attack attack Dude. or memphis mayfire but now everyone's grown <sighs> up and everyone's like man i freaking love pierce the veil i love attack attack i love asking alexander you know what i mean like everyone's yeah, yeah. embraced the scene side and everything so i think they picked a really good time to uh 
to come back because you know they're they're yeah. probably gonna end up selling more than they did before maybe you know what i mean like hopefully hopefully shows. the goal is to outdo whatever they had you exactly. know what i mean i think it's possible that's like that would be cool but yeah dude i got made fun of so much for listening to woe is me especially because i i love numbers that's a great record i oh, yeah. love genesis really like genesis was my favorite shit by them and and american dream i think american dream has some of the coolest riffs um but I loved that shit and I got made fun of so much for it. And Dude, I was like, it was so much you, of the, like, let me see your iPod. Yeah. Oh, you listen to this band. Oh you yeah. Like, and like, I, would, I would have to like, hi, I'm like, well, I mean, <sighs> well actually like I only like this one song. You know what I mean? Like you, you have to like, oh, kind of backtrack a little bit. it sucks. I hated cause all, I just like 2010s metalcore, and it was always getting picked apart. Oh, it's only open one, three, four riffs. Yeah. Some eternal blah, 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 blah. And I'm just like, it's sick like it sounds cool who cares yeah. right like i i don't it doesn't matter they're like oh drum samples i didn't know it just yeah. sounds like drums to me i'm a I, high school i'm in high school like i don't fucking know it's so, cool like, being so hyped on that you know just all those bands in that genre and i would show them to some yeah. of my like older like jaded musician friends at the time mm -hmm. and they were like oh those drums are all fake and i'm like it, the song sounds sick though you know yeah I mean? it's a like, good song yeah it's still yeah. drums like like it still sounds cool be like all oh, those bass sounds like and i'm just like and for a while i'd be like yeah i guess you're right and then i look back and i'm like wait a minute yeah who are yeah. you you know what i mean this guy no, you're, I literally, you're, just a, you're just being a little little hater you know it feels like this year was the first year in a very very long time i felt like i'm like i'm just comfortable enjoying shit yeah i always felt like suffocated by this like oh i know how to play that guitar riff so i can't like how it sounds anymore right like it has like, to be difficult or something yeah first like of all are you delusional yeah like yes I am. who no. <laughs> gives a shit right um but also it's just like i don't know i i want people like if your song has two rhythm guitar tracks midi drums and midi bass and nothing else and you love it fuck yeah dude yeah Fucking and do it. I love like, the fact it, that's that, what you're passionate about. You know what I mean? Uh, agreed. And I, I love the fact that now, as far as, like, the music culture goes, is when, when you and I were, uh, like, I graduated high school 2012. And mm -hmm. like, around I was that, 2014. Okay. So it's like. So, like, yeah. around, around that area, metal and stuff was still kind of scary and, like, oh, that's loud, that's screaming. Yeah. And then yeah, now yeah. it's way more, it's, like, cool to, like, metal. That was on everyone's gym playlist. Exactly. Yeah, least. yeah. And, like, you know what I mean? loose and, and uh, you know, Lorna Shore and Turnstile oh, yeah. and these bands are, like, playing these mainstream, like, Coachella festivals. And, and I hope it only keeps going. I hope it's not, too. like, we keep bringing up Knocked Loose at Coachella and, like, riding that forever. I hope it's, like, oh, then, then this, yeah. then this yeah. happened. Because I'm telling you, it's only going to be a matter of time. It starts with, like, the Sleep Token, Bad Omens, whatever. They're the accessible parts of it. And it's hard to call them metalcore bands sometimes. It really right. is. Right. Like, I was listening to Collide with the Sky the other day, and I was just like, we called this post-hardcore, but, like... This is some like Mars it's Volta just, on crack kind of thing. Yeah, it's like it's like the the MCR emo right. Paramore, but like also it's just like music. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just music. It's just you know what I mean? heavy music. So yeah, I, I really hope it um it, it, it keeps moving forward like that. And I have high hopes for it. because uh, like I think know, so. People it, just it, like music. Well now. also what's cool to see is like these a lot of celebrities that people look up to, like Margot Robbie and like yeah uh, i love are, like, that shit sharing like yeah i love metal and then people yeah. are gonna see the barbie movie or see whatever and, and then 
see them say that and be like and then oh, check I, her I've out never, and then I, be like oh she likes metal i've never listened to metal it's cool yeah it's it's more of like yeah go to the gym get your fucking pump on like you know listen to this fucking like cool cool riff or whatever like it's it's not seen as as taboo and stuff like yeah dude, like, and, it, and what, what gives me hope for that is like i saw bring me the horizon a month ago open for fallout boy at an at a, at a amphitheater so i'm just like yeah. all right dude like if if bring me the horizon can go from you know playing like these little small deathcore shows to be in opening for fallout boy in a, a yeah. pnc music pavilion so I, yeah. I have hope for it it's there's a given there's a give and take because like would they get there if they kept doing deathcore probably not right but like the stuff they do play is still pretty heavy like in comparison to other bands that play because besides that it's like the new metal bands there's like slipknot will play all that right. shit yeah but that's slipknot that's like a different era but the cool you know thing is I mean? like bring me the horizon can you know do some poppy albums and then play and then okay you guys want to play this amphitheater and they're like yeah we will but our set list is going to be death yeah yeah songs. yeah <laughs> it's sick you know it's it's awesome i i uh i think it's just because social media the internet the accessibility of music and just the like the lifespan of things has been just destroyed on the internet right, right. so people are people have gotten into this point where I feel like people have gotten to a point where they're just like, I need something new, right? Yeah. I've heard all of this. It's all gonna, you know what I mean? I just want a little bit of this. I need something new. And then they hear like heavy and they're like, ah, I kind of like this, don't really like that, whatever. And they're like, I like that much. And then I like this much like hip hop and I like this much like other stuff. Yeah. And then people just listen to, you know, I'm starting to believe the people that are like, oh, I listen to everything. You know what I mean? They really I'm not do so much going to be like, oh, yeah, do you know who the Tony Danza tap yeah, dance extravaganza yeah. <laughs> is? You know, I'm just going to be like, I'm going to be like, I probably like there's something you listen to that I guarantee you that I'm like, oh, they, they're fucking sick. Yeah. You know, and, and I, I am a huge fan of, of uh, cross genre tours and cross genre shows and stuff. Mm -hmm. like, I mean, we were talking about Knocked Loose or whatever, but like they went on tour with like Suicide Boys and like JPEG Mafia and stuff. And like, yeah, it's like rap fans, but everyone they're not like who the fuck is this they just hear the dun dun dun, dun and they're like all right I'm yeah. gonna start moving. yeah it's like, it's hype it's just groovy want, you know? it just feels good that's all it is it's just a sound and yeah. it's like it feels good like, what was um ghost main ghost main yeah. got put on like tour with hardcore bands and stuff before before ghost main like really started getting popular right and, you know and, ghost and it was did a, a under oath feature as well which is really oh hilarious. it's so cool man and, I just I, I love that stuff. I think that a a festival such as Blue Ridge, we were talking about that, um, is really good too because you can go see like, you know, a band that sounds like Nickelback, and then you can go see Lorna Shore, and then you can go see Sleep Token and stuff. And the the and types, Tech Nine, Tech Nine, yeah, you know Tech, I mean? Tech Nine like, played when we played like the side the same. Yeah, yeah, uh, I think he's playing again. Oh, that's it amazing. was it was ridiculous. It was literally like Tech Nine, and then like some other band, and then it was the Ghost Inside, and then it was you guys. Yeah. And then it was like a date to remember, and a then date. it was Breaking yep. Benjamin. And it was like, I just got like everything. It was I just amazing. got like, I literally got rap, and then there was like this new metal band, and then I got like TGI, and then I got like you guys, and then all of like remember. the pop punk heavy, like a date to remember, and then Breaking Benjamin. Breaking Benjamin, and it's like, Hailstorm, yeah. I just got a whole fucking full course meal and at the, this. My thing is, is, the types of people that go to Blue Ridge are so open minded. They are just like, any music that they, they like they're not they're not the type that like they're not like gatekeepy you know like 
they, they just they'll go see it if it sounds good they're just festival yeah people. like i love most that crowd. the thing is metal like a lot of people that like heavy music are under this delusion that like only people like them like it no and it's like no 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 it's super not true i always like i was like i'm a scene kid and my brother plays baseball and he's part of like the sports guys and they're all like normie people and like one of his friends hit me up years ago and he's like dude a date remembers playing you want to go i'm like what the fuck yeah well you guys listen to this shit he's like i fucking love this band that, like that, you know what i mean that threw me off to, uh too when i was in high school i was in a, a i think musical theater or chorus or something like my senior year and yeah. there's this dude that was in my class who you would not expect to be into this yeah big like jockey dude and then one day we were talking he's like bro you ever listen to dance gavin dance and i was like what the fuck yeah yeah, like, yeah 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 dude and he was like i fucking yeah. love that shit and i was like you that's like so dance crazy dance? the one that that threw me off was um someone someone that i had gone to high school with that was like super not but they were like cool but they hung out with like the completely different crowd right, right? Um, they, there was a post of them just like hanging out with like a lot of those guys, like whatever, this is like a little bit after high school and they're just jamming Meshuga, And I'm yeah. like, what the fuck? That's <laughs> like, amazing. What? Like I, I had, you just don't think so. Cause it's not like, here's my skinny jeans and my fucking right. band and tees not, and, 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 and I'm Meshuggah's pissed off. not like a intro band. They're like a deep cut. No, like, Meshuggah is like, even bah, 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 like, bah, 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 dude, like they're heavy yeah. for me. You know what I mean? And I'm metal, metal band. Metal like. Guy. Metal heads are like, that's like not my thing about Mashuga sometimes. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it was so like, what the, and it was not bleed. Like, it was just some shit that I think it was something off of like Chaos Fear or something. Yeah, you know what like I mean? A, like, a deep cut. Like, yeah. Like, what the fuck? I just, I love yeah. to see that stuff, man. But, um, so on here, I know, you know, you don't have a ton of time, but I'm going to ask you real quick. Oh, dude, no, go, go for it. I'll ask you real quick, though. Uh, so who would be your top? three favorite big bands and maybe three smaller bands that nobody, you know, not that nobody's heard of before, but people should, should hear more of. Um, big bands is tough. Cause they're big. Um, so I feel like I couldn't be like, Oh, you know, a big band I love Lincoln park. Lincoln you know park, what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm not so sure. There's definitely some smaller bands, um, but I wonder if like maybe people would know or if they're even small anymore because band like some of these bands like a few years ago, I'd be like, you guys ever heard of fucking Alpha Wolf? Yeah. Now it's like, of course, they're everyone's sort of rated, I think. Yeah. Let me open Spotify. Let's see what what have I been jamming recently? Um, I mean, dude, this really cool up and coming band called Woe Is Me. Oh, yeah. I think I've heard of them. They're pretty cool. Um, yeah, they got some yeah, new stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, dude, I don't know. I'm still, I'm still pretty much of a normie at heart. I think Diamond Construct. I fuck okay. with Diamond Construct really heavy. I think they're very cool. They need to fucking come to the U.S., man. Dude, those Aussie I, boys, get over here. I would love to see them. Um, I want to be like, I want to mention. There's some bands that I've worked on, but I genuinely am like, they're really sick. Yeah, like, no rules okay, to this. Darknet. Darknet is uh, this band. They're this. They're anonymous, right? And they just make. Um, I don't know. You could call it like it's it's spawn of new metal. There's a lot of like Slipknot, then like Sworn In, and then just like hyper pop, and then like 
tons of like break core, like all this weird shit that's just like, and they do it so tastefully. And um, I was fortunate enough to get to work on their last EP. Hell or, yeah. So uh, Darknet, is that their name? Darknet, one word. Okay. Um, they are so sick. Um, and they are also like, out of every band I've ever worked with, they're the most like with their shit. Like they just know what they're fucking doing. Okay. Like by the time that we were like done being like, yep, I think these are the final masters. Like, can we get an instrumental? Blah, 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 blah. They were like, they just dropped the one, the record that came out before it when they got the masters for oh, like, okay. so it's calculated. It was nuts. And they were just like, we already have like half of the next record done or like we basically have it done. Wow. And I'm like, what the fuck, right? They're the way, just, they the just know you, what they're uh, doing. The way you describe their sound reminded me of uh, Pale Dusk, if you've heard of them too. It's like Pale Dusk. It's a little less um, like chaotic as far as like the metering, because okay. Pale Dusk, like tempo changes, oh God, all nuts. that shit. I love it. Pale Dusk is another one of those bands. Yeah. Pale Dusk, people got to check out Pale Dusk. They're just incredible. Um, great, great Japanese band. They're they're coming. Amazing. Um, they're coming here with Polaris in in October. That's gonna be so sick, dude. I'm gonna, I'm yeah, gonna try to go. Uh, we we'll see. Pale Dusk is cool. I love their production and their mixes. I think that's Cody Stewart. Quote, he's amazing. I love everything he does too. He's mixed a lot of good shit. He's mixed tons of good stuff. Um, it's it's a it's a weird landscape now doing this because it's like oh I really want to be like. I really want to work with a bunch of cool bands and like, I really want my shit to sound like so good. And I'm just like, there's Buster, there's Cody, there's Zach Servini, there's fucking Amazing. Lance Prince. Yep. There's like so many people that just, and there's people I've never heard of. I'm like, who the fuck makes this? And it sounds so good. And I'm just like, God, dude, it's like, how do I like, how do I score anyone? There's so many <laughs> good, like mixing engineers and producers now. And, and they're and, like, they're good, but they're not like, like Lance, I'm pretty sure he was touring with Alpha Wolf when we played with them. And he's not like, yeah, what's up? I'm Lance. You know, he's just like, oh, I love him, dude. He's such a cool guy. He's just tall as fuck. I didn't, by I, the didn't way. I didn't uh, see him uh, standing up, actually. He's like six foot fucking five or some shit. Like really? he's tall. He's gigantic. Um, He's such a sweet dude. He like. I can literally DM him and be like, Hey man, I'm working on something. I really like want it to sound good. Like, would you mind like if you have time to like check it out? And he's always been like, yeah, dude, like send it over. And there was one I sent him. This is a really cool story. Um, I hit him up when I was working on ghost and I was like, Hey, I'm really stressing. Cause like, I really want this to sound like really good. It's a little different than the other stuff I had been doing. I'd been doing a lot of like super heavy shit. Um, and uh, I really wanted it to sound good. So I sent him a mix of it that was like earlier on bro sent me samples. He's like, try layering these in. I feel like you could use more of the, like, try that. And like, just, you know, whatever. And he was super cool about it. Hell and yeah. it was like, awesome. Like bro hooked me up with something like his, like he made, like, like he, it was like a kick of his, he cares, you know what right? I mean? He's, ta he's taking the time to talk to you and about it's the like, craft and everything. Yeah. Be like that. You yeah. know what I mean? And I had, when I talked to him at, that tour the alpha wolf moths polaris you know he was just down to chat and like talk about it. i was just like what'd you do for the tones live and he's just like it's just studio tone mate 
you know fucking oh, so good yeah and he literally was like a studio tone just get a high shelf at like 1k and dunk it down like 60 dB or some shit like that you know what i mean like i love I was just like you just tell me shit australian uh producers or australian uh just people in everything general. I, they're, they're, australians <laughs> like... literally that that show um keep in mind i'm not you know i'm not trying to be a punisher or anything like that but like i would uh you know, I, I'm not like. I'll check up, out your band, dude. Yeah, like, I'm not like running up to people like, "Oh, please check out my band." But like, I was talking. Yeah. Um, uh, the show had ended, and I was talking to my buddy Will outside, and then Jamie from Polaris just walks up to me and like dabs me up and is like, "Dude, you fucking killed it, mate." And I was yeah, like, yeah. Oh my God, thank you. That was such an Australian tour, bro. Yeah, dude. Oh my God. It was uh yeah, P Polaris, uh, Alpha Wolf. Yeah, Alpha Wolf. Uh, yeah, yeah. There's Boston, those tours are just happening more where half of the bands are australian I love it, <laughs> more of that please i man. love it they're all so good it's dude i saw i saw north lane like earlier this year oh did you? oh my god i've never dude. seen them dude they were a three-piece because uh their bassist I, I don't know family stuff maybe he's having a kid or something yeah um i have i couldn't remember but it was literally it was literally vocals guitar and the guitarist also did some like key stuff and the drummer and it was fucking, they sounded insane. There was, Alpha Wolf was on that bill as well. Okay. And like crowd participation, Alpha Wolf won that show. It was right. a fit for a King tour. Okay. Um, but oh, North Lane, okay. North Lane sounded, un I've never heard the Baltimore soundstage sound like that in my life. You That's know what amazing I mean? That they could and their sound off. guy, I went to talk to their sound guy. Guess what? australian of course they brought him i'm like god you're all built different what the fuck are you drinking there's <laughs> something in the water down there man i'm telling you it's it's great white sharks yeah and fucking shit you them know and I mean? like tasmania i think that's where uh alpha wolf is <laughs> yeah um but yeah, yeah cool uh it's gonna i think i covered pretty much everything that i was gonna throw in here um do you have what are your top favorite like movies like three three favorite movies, movies? Three favorite oh movies. man I got I got a couple basic ones. Um, I think like The Dark Knight's probably my favorite. I movie. love it. Yes. All things considered, like quality, like the the just the whole thing. Big. Agreement. But my favorite movie of like this is my favorite. I don't care what anyone says. Is Attack of the Clones, bro. I don't give a really? fuck. Really? That movie rules. I love every second of that goddamn movie. I, All the <laughs> stupid. Sh I don't I don't care what anyone says. That based. movie. Base take. I love it. I love the prequels. I like the pre. I adore the original trilogy, I, but I like the prequels. I like more. the prequels honestly because I like, like I, that's more. what I grew up with. I was alive. For yeah, it, it was. Like, it was that. It was so much more. I mean, like the the original trilogy was very like, here's our characters, here's what's going on, and they're here, which helped it feel very natural and not like Star Trek like. Right. Um, but the prequels did that as well as had all this cool world building stuff and like you were just it was so interesting and like everyone you saw i feel like it just kind of recaptured what the original trilogy must have done to the world at, at the time that it came out where you're just like what the fuck like what is that thing like it's so cool that everything's so normal but like you know obi-wan's best friend is like some dude with four fucking arms that works at a diner yeah. on a planet that's completely a city like like what the fuck i love that shit i remember seeing those in real time like i said like i mean uh 
Phantom Menace. Growing up then, in the theater, yeah, and, and then I saw Revenge of the Sith in theaters. I remember it was like rated PG thirteen because it had the uh, yeah, yeah, like the, yeah. the bloody or whatever in there at the end. And I remember like I I was like twelve, so I had to go with like an adult or something like that. But um, I remember my dad predicted the uh, Palpatine thing, and I had no clue. He was like, yeah, I had no idea. I had no like, idea. Yeah, I no think, one told me. I think Palpatine's but... gonna be the bad guy, and I was like, what do you mean? And then I saw it happen, and I was like, no. Oh <laughs> What's so funny is uh. I went through the prequels again this year and I literally like, like frame one Palpatine. I'm like, that's the fucking that's the bad guy. guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, like, like hey, it's come over here. Yeah. I got some power. Yeah. Check out. Yeah. He's like, hi, I'm uh, Senator Palpatine. It makes you stronger. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know where that came from. Like, you know what I mean? Like You're fucking, like, he just kind of has change? that. Like I had no idea. He was also Palpatine in the original trilogy until like last year. I don't think I ever put that together either. No, that's him. It's Ian McDermott. It's the same He's actor. always been. It's the same from the seventies. Oh my god! Or yeah. the eighties, I guess. Wow. Yeah, like bro was younger and looked nope. older. Nobody, and then nope. he got way older and looked like younger I was than say, that. Nobody like checked the casting. Like, wait a minute, this guy. It's uh, not. Guy <laughs> yeah, gonna, I guess. Wait, wait hang on. <laughs> I guess that might actually be a huge giveaway. I never, I, I never knew that because it's not like I never, IMDb yeah. was like accessible or anything back yeah. then, like it is now. On, I mean, on I just or something. Yeah, exactly. And I was like, "Who played Luke?" You yeah, know what exactly. I mean? who, played who, who played Anakin? Like, I, I remember getting to sixth grade and being like, "I want my hair to look like Anakin in the third movie." Yeah, like, and like my, yeah, my mom's yeah. hairstylist was like, "You don't really have the hair for that. You can't really." Oh, like, dude. You would need like, let me a tell you. or something. And I was like, "Not having the hair." Not having the same type of hair as like a character you want is so Dude. crushing, bro. Because <laughs> like, I was like, this is my personality. Like, this is what I want to make it. But yeah, so yeah. we got the Dark Knight, Attack of the Clones, and what would be number three? Oh man, I think three. I'm gonna I'm gonna put two movies next to each other um, for different reasons. Um, I think these these movies had impacted me really strongly. I've watched both of them this year um, for the first time. One of them is Inception. Okay. Um, and Inception, I like sobbed. I was like, that was just insane. And it did not feel like a heist movie until like the last like, like fifth or like or so. quarter of the movie. Yeah. And I was like, this is like a heist, but it's like not, but yeah. it like is. It's so cool. It's and a, like a Christopher Nolan heist movie. It's cool because if you want to just look at it as like some weird concept, but it's a heist movie, you can. And if you want to be like galaxy brain, like, wow, you yeah. know, <laughs> it too. it's uh, it's amazing. That movie, like I, I sobbed. I was like, that's just beautiful. Like, that's just so crazy, man. Like what a trip. The other one was uh, everything all at once, everywhere. Like that one, Every, I've, everything I've everywhere all at I've, once, I've, I think is like, I haven't seen do it you yet. have ADHD? Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Get the tissue box and watch that movie, okay. bro. Noted. Because I can't. I won't say anything. It literally. I felt seen. Okay. I will. Watch I it. was like, that's literally it. That movie is the embodiment of like the struggle of having ADHD. He, he just like me for real. It's insane. And the the so it's centered around uh this woman, right? And she's like the main character, but the other main character is um the husband and he's played by i think was like his early role was he was short round from 
second Indiana Jones okay. movie. Okay. Yeah. He was in a bunch of other stuff recently. I can't, I'm, I'm like not enough of a movie person, but, um, I'm blanking on names too. So he just one of the best, that's just one of the best performances in like every way I've ever seen. Like he's like such an incredible actor. Like, and, that's, and I feel uh, like everything everywhere all at once is the name. Of yeah. It? I'm pretty sure that's what it's called. It's like one of those damn titles, you know what I mean? Yeah. But um, yeah, dude, that movie is so amazing. I love that movie. Definitely watch it. Hell yeah. I watched it like in a specific state. Yeah. And, <laughs> and, it, and you fought some like, demons <laughs> yeah dude it was crazy well on that was... like i mean if you want to uh touch real quick on like the mental health stuff i know you you and i are both big uh, yeah big big uh uh i'm blanking on the word here uh, i guess just advocates for advocates. For, ther- for therapy um yes for people oh, you know man. if if you're struggling and you need you need help, man, you got to you got to talk to us. Literally, an hour before we got on here, I was on I was on a therapy call with uh, with my therapist too. And you know, yeah, yeah. sometimes I'm like, oh, I don't want to make this appointment, but like I, I gotta have it, man, just to make sure that yeah. I can like. I had skipped like two weeks and I just booked my next one like literally yesterday. Yeah, dude, and like it just it just sometimes you think you don't need it, but you need it. Like you need yeah. it, you need it to keep yourself. Everyone. I don't care if you are neurotypical and you've had your shit figured out, like, just go, just yeah. do it. Because... Just to have the venting at least, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Vent, at least just, professional. just to like frame things in a specific state of mind. Cause you might be like, I'm good, but I don't understand some people. Right. It's like they can help. And a lot of times um, too, like you might be doing some stuff. Like I had just like bad behavioral patterns in my life that I had to work yeah, on dude. that were affecting other people. So then you go to a therapist, you work it out. And then I'm like, okay, I can stop. It's not just, Hey, I'm depressed. Cause this person's mean to me or whatever. It's like, Hey, I got yeah. shit that I need to work on in myself that you that's know, why I started. Yeah. Because la- in 2022, I was just like, I'm fucking everything up. It was like, it just kept getting worse and worse throughout the year. And, uh, I had really pushed a lot of people away that I was like very close with that I, I cherished a lot. And, um, I've been fortunate to reconnect with a a decent amount of them. And I was just like, I have to go. I literally have to go or I have nowhere else to turn now. Mm -hmm. I've exhausted everything I possibly can. I've put off and it just got so bad that I was like, I just had no other, I just didn't know what else to do. And, I was just gung ho. I was just like, you know what? I'm going to fucking, I'm just going to fix my thing. Cause I, I'm like, I basically felt like I lost everything. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like nobody, not a lot of people really wanted to talk to me like the whole fucking thing. And I was just like, dude, I just, I'll just go and figure it out. And then I get to just, I'll just start over, you know? Yeah, dude. And yeah, it changed everything. It is the most like, I think it's the most important thing I've ever done in my life. Like probably besides just like music, you know what I right. mean? Like it changed everything. And I think the there's not a, enough of it, especially in our scene. <laughs> Cause a lot of us get into it on like the very deep level because we're like, I'm in fucking like pain and I want to scream about it all the time. Yeah. They, you know what I like, mean? Like music is my therapy. And it's like, yes. And yeah talk to someone and you should go to supplement this while also talking to somebody. Cause like my therapist, I found out that she was like a metalhead, like not currently nice. she's, she's like in her forties or whatever, but she was like, yeah, I used to listen to like poison the well and like thrice. And I was like, 
What? That's crazy. That's so, so tight. I, I sent her our stuff, and she was like, oh, my God, like, I love your lyrics and everything. And I was like, damn, dude, I picked the right therapist. This is crazy. That's awesome. Uh, so yeah, that's hope, cool. Hoping she can, um, you know, come to a show or something sometime, if, if that even is legally allowed. But, uh, yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> but, but yeah, it's very important, yeah, though, bro. especially as a creative person, to make sure that you have that, that check-in with yourself because – in the in the uh, artsy creative fields, you know, you're creating stuff, but you can also your mind can create really bad scenarios and shit, and really just if you're not checking in or so, you can just slide yeah. off a off a cliff. Is there. it is it a shower or a prison cell? Exactly. Like, you know what I mean? Like you get in there and you're like, all right, cool. Five minutes in, you're having that argument with that person that yep. you're not having. Exactly. You like know three what I mean? Years later, about like, that thing that this. happened. Yep. Like, yeah, and it's just like. You sit there and you're like, I'm a fucking lunatic. Like, yeah. like you know I'm what I mean? I'm a crazy person. I'm a freak. Nobody wants to talk to me. Da, 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 da. Yeah. But like the thing that's gotten me in, I, I listen to a lot of um, a lot of music interview podcasts. One that I've been loving recently is a uh, Garza podcast. He's the uh, guitarist of Suicide Silence. Uh, oh, Chris, yeah, yeah, Garza. yeah, 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 yeah. And he he'll interview bands. And the thing I love about his interviews is on YouTube, there's timestamps. You can click to like this topic or this topic or whatever. And um, they'll be talking, getting another band, but then there's always certain parts of these conversations where they'll say stuff where I'm like, dude, I feel like I'm in the room because this is a very relatable topic of like mental health and a band and stuff. And he was like, he's like, yeah, dude, I'm, I'm 37. I, I thought about quitting the band Suicide Silence. I thought about quitting like last week. So that's just like a, a thing that Whoa. people have. And yeah, like, he, that's he was talking crazy, about self doubt man. and stuff. He's like, dude, we all have that, but you just gotta like. You just got to like do the opposite when it happens. Like you're like, yep, yeah. I got this thing, but I'm just, you know, got to keep Like going. I would never guess. I would have told myself at 18, if I was, you know, writing and producing Woe Is Me, I couldn't possibly be upset about anything. Exactly. Right? Yeah. And then, and then we're doing this, working on the song. I'm like putting so much pressure on myself. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, I literally pushed myself like way too hard. Yeah. For last line and i mean i think it paid off but oh, yeah. it's not right um but i it was tough and i was just like i was just like i wish somebody else could have gotten this because i'm never going to be able to deliver i'm never going to be able like, to live up to the standard you know i'm never going to be able to be do here, it you know all this yeah exactly stuff. all and that I, type I, of stuff i was talking to my therapist actually about something similar about that uh earlier today where um when we first recorded our, our first ep with uh chris davis um, that was our first kind of exposure to like, oh, this is like a industry guy, you know, and stuff. Yeah. And I was being really hard on myself uh, on this one chorus. I think it was Heart and Spine actually when we were. When we oh, were dude. And I was being yeah. so hard on myself and like I was like breaking down crying and like I went outside. I smoked cigarettes at the time and I was going outside and just like yeah. sitting down on the pavement, chain smoking, just beating myself up. And then like I was like, dude, I'm so sorry, man. Da -da -da -da. And then he looks at me and he's like dude, you vocalists are all the same, man. Like that's the, like my, my guy is the same way as, as you. And I was like, yeah, yeah. It, it, at first I was like, what? Like it may, but then I realized it's, it's like a, it makes you feel like, oh, well, if the, if the singer of the ghost inside and I have the same mental stuff and he's in the ghost inside, maybe I'm in the right career, but maybe I am. It's like, it's here, like, you know yeah, I mean? you do belong. There's that. And the other part is being in a six successful band is not going to fucking fix your brain. Exactly, like, dude. Like I remember, you know what I mean? When we played, uh, none of that's going to help. When we played Blue Ridge or when we got this thing, I was like, I'm going to be happy when this thing happens. And then it happens and I feel happy for 15 minutes or whatever. But then I'm like, okay, I'm, I, this is not where my identity is. Like I got to, 
Nolan has to love Nolan kind of thing. You know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, person to person, man, like you and I, I mean, we've been there for each other a lot on, on Instagram. Close, close Yeah, yeah. Close Every time I story. see you post, I'm just like, I got you, bro. You got fucking you. got this, dude. Yeah, like, dude I, get I get it. I get it. It's I get all it. genuine. And, you know, we, we, yeah. we got to support each other there, man. But, um, yeah, yeah that's, that's awesome. sick. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I don't really have anything else if, uh, if, if, I think that's I think that's all I got here. If if there's anything else you want to promote or or anything like that, um, where people can find you and what you got um, going on. I'm on I'm on most things as either Scott A or Scott A Siegel. Um, Siegel spelled S E I G E L. Gets misspelled all I've, the time. I've definitely misspelled it with the I yeah, first yeah, a yeah, lot. Yeah. yeah, but we'll autocorrect. We'll autocorrect it to the to the I. Oh, okay. Uh, but I'll, I'll make sure to leave your your Instagram or, or Spotify in the in the link. Yeah, all the, that stuff. On the stuff. I, uh, yeah, artist. I have my own solo project called Scott A. It's just Scott with an A Y at the end. Um, Sounds so sick. It's all it's all there on those places and stuff. Hell so, yeah, dude. I always well, post what I work on. So yeah, dude, and you're the goat, man. Well, thanks so much for for coming thanks, on dude. with me here and and talking and everything, dude. I've, it's it's been sick to catch up. I'll, I'll definitely I'll go ahead and um, end the call here, and then we can you know say bye to each other the the way uh the way we're supposed to. But um, yeah, dude, thanks so much for coming on, and we're stoked dude. to get everything out. Yeah, thanks for having me on, dude. It's been sick. Yeah, uh, when you asked me, I'm just like, what the fuck? Of course, of course. bro. What the hell? Sign me up. Yeah, yeah I think I asked absolutely. You like two days ago, and then here we are. So. Yeah, yeah. Sick, yeah. dude. Well, uh, thanks for coming on, and uh, we'll do the we'll do the thing here.